Hey you, come here. I want to tell you something. Do you ever want to be who they want a podcast? Then all you need is Anchor. It's the easiest way to start, and it's free. It has access to tools right at your fingertips. Plus, Anchor does the distribution work for you. You heard me, for you. So all you have to do is download, record, and upload. That's simple. Join anchor.fm today and get to podcasting. Mwah. You're now tuning into the Who They Want podcast show. The show that does everything they don't. Real talk with real people. Let's go. Mwah. Hey, yo, welcome to the internationally known podcast show that does everything that they don't. You are now tuning in to Who They Want Podcast Live, where I bring you real talk with real people. And tonight I got a special guest, a great friend of mine, mentor, and fellow co-host of the Who They Want Podcast show. You've heard all from the end of season one to season two and part of season three. But she's here to give her unfiltered unscripted and unapologetic unplugged episode part two the sheridan story ladies and gentlemen i give you queen leo how you doing lady oh i feel so special (laughs) (laughs) you deserve to but yeah you know i'm just here um because the last show with you i and jay tatted you know, we kind of touched down on um, building Black families, breaking generational curses, and fixing problems, you know, within the community by starting with self. Um, I am a person, and I've been holding on to a lot of past pain, mainly because I haven't been able to fully express myself or not even get closure from the ones who I feel has done me wrong. Okay. Don't get me wrong. I'm not a victim. I'm not a victim by any means. I never look at myself as a victim. I'm not innocent, nor am I perfect, but I am a woman and I am human. I'm a mother. I'm a daughter. And I'm a sister. Mm -hmm. And it's time for me to let go of a lot of pain and a lot of hurt that I've been holding on to. I'm in the process of doing that now. Um, I haven't done it fully. I'm going to work in progress, in motion. Okay. Um, I just want to start off by asking a question. 
for those who have their parents still in their lives or had or had a parent in their life. When was the last time you heard the words, I love you? Thank you. I support you. I'm here for you. Any of those. Now ask me that. Okay, well, when was the last time did you hear those accredited I words? I don't remember. Um, I didn't know I was going to get this emotional this soon. <laughs> so, please pardon the sniffle. It may not be, it may not seem like a big thing to some but to me it is of course so take your time and this is your platform so we're gonna make this real talk very special you know um i've heard it daily from my father my kids here daily from me and can't remember and I'll be 46 come August I can't remember when the last time I heard it from my mother and we live in the same house mm-hmm. and it's like no matter what I do no matter what I go through I don't receive that. I haven't received that. I want to receive and that's part of my problem instead of me just accepting that she is the way she is and moving on. I can't do that because she's not like that with my other brothers and sisters and people who are not family. I've seen it and I've heard it and it hurts. Right. Um, hold on one second. No problem. You know, and there's been times where I want to speak my feelings, tell my story. But it was always, no, I don't do that because you don't want this person feeling this kind of way or this person feeling that kind of way. Right. In reality, why should I even give a fuck? You understand what I'm saying? When I'm entitled to my feelings and it hurts. I imagine it too, though. That's a lot of pent up emotions that you don't know how to channel properly, like you said, without stepping on other people's feelings. So, you know, it's kind of hard to try to reciprocate something that you never feel, also. I'm not going to say I can't reciprocate it, 
but I will say in past relationships and in some friendships, it was hard for me to receive it, you know, because I don't know how that feel. I grew up not knowing how that feel from a person who I felt should have been showering me with all of it. Um, at times I feel like I do certain things so I can receive it and I don't. Um, but I come home and I can sit here and I can hear so much negative things being spoken about me. Mm -hmm. Come on, you got this. Hold, hold on, I said. Okay. Y'all are tuning in to the Real Talk with Real People portion of Who They Want podcast. Queen Leo Unplugged. I mean, don't get me wrong. My experience with others, or my is that's my experience. I don't want anyone to feel... I don't want anyone to take my feelings and feel that way about anybody who... I'm not good with, so to speak. You know, get to know them. And trust me, from where I'm sitting, I can guarantee you, your experience will be completely different. My love language is action. I'm going to show you that I love you. I'm going to show you that I support you. I'm going to show you that I'm there for you. And I'm going to show you that I'm with you 110% sometimes, even if I'm sacrificing myself. I don't ask for that in return because that's me. But at least it should not be hard for a, a parent to show their child love. I'm a parent. I have four kids. I love all of them the same, yet differently. You know, my relationship with my oldest been rocky, has always been rocky. And that doesn't stop me from loving him. But when you're in a situation 
where someone lives in your house and you are the primary breadwinner and you have shown no appreciation whatsoever. Only time I get a phone call or my name is called is when somebody wants something. It's never, how you doing? You okay today? Right. And when I snap off or when I retaliate, I'm the bad guy. It's hard for me to be the daughter I want to be because of the pain and the hurt that I have inside of me. And I know a lot of people are like, well, you know, you gotta let that go. I'm trying to let that go. I really am. And it's hard to let it go. It'll be easier if she was that type of person all the way around the board, the person's just with me, like what makes me different? Mm-hmm. You know, I was molested by my ex-boyfriend from the time I can remember up until I was 15 years old. Even after I told, <laughs> when she caught him, I was nine. She walked in when he was trying to enter me from behind. And she told me to take my fast ass downstairs. And I was scared. <laughs> so I told my mom I wasn't. I didn't tell her everything, but I told her enough. But to see him be able to come into her home and sit at her table and eat a meal after the fact was more gut-wrenching to finding out that she never believed me. to sit and listen to her and my aunt dog me out. And I'm a teenager. Mm -hmm. Was so hurtful to be treated as if I was a woman on the street. Coming in trying to take her man makes me sick to my existence. It happened so much and so often till it felt normal. You know, this is 
how it's supposed to be. This is what's supposed to happen. Because if it's not, why is he welcome with open arms? And I'm, the, and I'm the problem child, if that makes sense. Man, it's, it's heartbreaking to hear. And to hear her say, well, that was fast. You just need to let all that go. A lot of stuff I don't remember. And then come back and say, well, you know, it happened to me too. But what does that have to do with me? Right. You know, I used to run away from home every chance I got because I did not want to go to my grandma's house when I know what the fuck was going to happen. He was going to be there. My grandma was dying of cancer. She had breast cancer. She had a breast removed. And... Before she died, she could only she couldn't speak above a whisper. You know, I had to look at that, deal with him, and then deal with the hatefulness of my aunt. Why would I want to go there? Why should I stay? And for a long time, I used to have nightmares. They were so vivid. So I felt every touch and every breath. And they stopped. They were gone for years. And now they're back. But Who can I talk to about? The person I want to talk to about him don't even believe that anything happened. Was that the only one that happened to now? And to carry their pain and try to be that supportive daughter is the hardest thing in the world. 
because the human in me is like, why should I give a fuck when you didn't give a fuck? Right. Why should I give a fuck when you show no appreciation? But the woman in me put your feelings to the side, do what you want to do. Do what you got to do. But now that these nightmares are coming back, different, not just other molestation, but on my childhood period, different smells. Somebody could say a certain thing to me and I go back Come on, you can get through this. I go back to that place. I go back to those feelings. And not perfect by any means. I have a very nasty temper. I have a very rotten mouth sometimes. But I don't feel anyone deserve to carry the pain and resentment that I'm carrying. I agree. Don't get me wrong. I've met so many wonderful people have come into my life and have shown me love, shown me the support, knocked down my walls. And I don't understand why I still want that from that one person. It's like, am I crazy? No, you're not crazy by a long shot. You're only human. And it saddens me to know that you know how you've been towards me. No matter how old I am, I'm still your child. And it's okay for you to still be that way. But still be in my presence. Like, everything all well and good. Right. That's not fair to me. 
and I've I have and I still do encourage others to not only walk in their truth but to speak their truth and to try to get over it but I can't seem to do so you know um, I've been distant Mm-hmm. For a while now, pretty much every aspect of my life, because it's time for me to rebuild me. It's time for me to be able to look at whoever without feeling the pain and the hurt that I feel. Right. And I'm using this platform not to play victim because in no means am I a victim of whatever I've been through. Because I was able to get through it. I was able to endure it. So no, I'm not a victim. It's not a plea for attention or sympathy. Support and help. Yeah. But I don't need anyone's sympathy. I do want... Mothers to always tell their kids that they love them. Even when they don't like them. Because it happens. Trust me, I know. I am thankful for all the wonderful people I've came across, all the wonderful people that don't look at me in a hateful, nasty, negative way. I've lost a lot. I've lost a hell of a lot. But I don't want to lose anymore. Mm. I think I've sacrificed me enough for others. A lot of people don't look at it. at the sacrifices I made, not just for myself, but for them as well. But I don't want to continue 
to walk this earth or to leave this earth with the pain and the resentment that I am. I've tried to mask my hurt. Several different ways. Mm-hmm. And it's still there. I tried to suppress the feelings. Block out the memories. But yet, they're still there. And it's a fight with me every day. Not only am I fighting lupus, being in pain every day, but I'm also fighting for my inner peace to keep my mental health intact. Because I deserve that. Everyone deserves that. Even if it means me walking away, not speaking to certain people, you know, mm-hmm. casting certain people out of my life to obtain that. Even though I may never get the answers, I may never get what I want from them. I really do think that that decision is best for me. (laughs) Encourage them. If they're going to do stuff like that, always let it be known that you do have a significant other because that starts drumming. You Mm -hmm. don't want to lead someone on and thank you, let them think you single and you've got a whole husband or you got a whole two husbands and a wife or you got a whole two wives and a husband and shit just gonna hit the fan then because somebody there at that party know who your people is and they gonna end up being messy trying to video you or screenshot something and send it to your party and that's that's not right. And, and that's, that's what- why- at a lot of parties, they do phone checks. Right. Because of that. Right. No phones, no recording devices. Because the lifestyle is not open. You know, a lot of people want to be discreet. Mm-hmm. Because of family. Right. Maybe because, you know, of their job status. But either way, since it's right. a non-judgmental community, we do respect anonymity. You know, and with the and with parties and gatherings, that's a must. Right. You yes. know, to protect right. everyone. We gotta protect everybody's privacy. Everybody. Mm-hmm. That's my downside is um of coming to on the party scene 
um, as a single female is I don't attend parties much, you know. A lot right. of people, they interact with me through Facebook only. Then when they see me, I'm like new booty on the scene. When I'm really not new, you know what I'm saying? Right. I'm just a new face. And a lot of times that's how they treat me. Right. And I, I um, get treated like that a lot too because yeah. I end up always throwing my own events and I don't, now the only person events that I was really going to was uh, Queen's events. I was only going to her events and I was going to um, Buck events for a minute and I stopped going. Then I was, I started going to bird events and I stopped going to bird events and I started back going to Queen events. So you really couldn't catch me at the mansion parties. Uh, if I was at a hotel takeover, I had my own room. Right. right. And, uh, it, and that was that was like a private segment for me. Like it was me and my people in that one room when we was gonna do what we was gonna do. We're probably gonna interact in the in the party a little bit or whatever. But as far as extra people coming to that room, nobody else was allowed to in that room unless you was the, one of the people that that helped pay for that room. We always did that. Um, like mm -hmm. that's just like for my um. We can't hear. You. Okay, can you hear me now? Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. I, I don't know why my connection keep going now. I got a bad reception now in my neighborhood. But um, yeah, man, it's like like she said, it's like um we we always do phone checks because you gotta respect you gotta respect these people's privacy because some of these people have government jobs, some of these people are lawyers, judges, doctors like well-known doctors and judges and lawyers too. So you have to really respect these people's privacy because some of these people can't afford to really be exploited like that. I and coming to events like this are like they safe havens. This is where they come and unleash and let off their stress and their steam, all like of that stuff they done dealt with at work. They own terminology of scenarios. Like that sounds dope. <laughs> right, right. See, like you got some people that resort to drugs. You got some people that resort to alcohol. You got some people that resort to eating ice cream. You got some people that resort to just eating food, period. Yeah, that they, they, they relieve their stress and stuff like that. Everybody has that, you know, they find enjoyment out of. Right. But yeah, man, it's like, like I said, man, me, me overall, I've been in it so long and I've experienced a lot of stuff in the lifestyle. And it's a lot of stuff that I keep myself away from. So it's a lot of stuff that I, I can talk about, but I really can't talk about it because I don't place myself around it. And I would, I'd rather not be around it is because of the person that, of who I am and the type of companies that I'm trying to run. Go get that book. And it's like dealing, dealing, dealing with this lifestyle Dealing with this lifestyle, you really, you really have to, you really have to know who you are. And if you don't know who you are, like I said, when we was talking before we got on on recording, is you, you'll get lost. You will lose yourself in this lifestyle. You will lose yourself completely because if you don't know who you are, 
what you notify yourself as, what you identify as, you would completely lose yourself. And you will run into some people that are manip manipulative in this lifestyle. And there's a lot of people that are manipulative. You, you sure will, you sure will. And that's why, that's why I keep a lot of my events on a private tip. They're mostly invites only. If I, if I sent you the flyer, you got that flyer personally. If I aired it on my Facebook page and then sent it to you, that's because it's going to be either two different events going on and it's going to be two different venues that we're going to be at. I might have, I might be at one of the venues hosting one event and like three of my admins might be at the other venue hosting another event. And it's a no phone policy. You step in, once you step inside the door, we normally have boxes or little crates that we put everybody's phone in. We put their name on the back of their phone with a little sticky note and we put it in that box. When you get ready to leave, you get your phone back. Security will give you your phone back. Mm-hmm. Other than that, nobody's allowed to have their phones in there because we have to respect everybody's privacy. Right. No matter what, what type of lifestyle you live, we have to respect your privacy. And like, I've gotten so deep into this lifestyle to the point where I've seen things that I didn't want to see, but I had to experience it because I, I'm an owner of a group and a company that consists of this lifestyle. So I had to experience this stuff to make sure I don't get myself caught up in it. And even though I may still run down that road just a tad bit, I know what to look for and I know what to expect and I know when to pull back. So that's a that's a that's a big part in my role. It's something that I have to really pay attention to with my role, being an owner, and me being a new owner at that. I'm not I'm not a a, a, a old owner. I'm not one of the well known mega group owners. I'm my group is almost is almost about to be a mega group. I met seven hundred some odd people, but I ain't mega yet. As soon as it hit one k, then we'll be a mega. But yeah, we 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 working we working on it. <laughs> we working on it, man. I, I got so many people from all over the world, man, and it's it's beautiful to see so many skin colors coming together, experiencing something that we're all into. And it's like, I some people be asking me, why do you involve politics in 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 your uh, group sometimes? And I'd be like, because it's like. Our groups are basically like politicians. Like we're we we debate against each other. We we vote on certain stuff. We we collaborate with each other on stuff. What y'all think politicians do? They do the same exact thing that we're doing on a day-to-day basis. We we networking, we we politicking, we we doing something. We're doing something together. And that's what politicians do. They network together, they they conversate together, they they put events together. They throw these events together. They host them together. All types of stuff. That's what politicians do. And, and it's, it's, it's like, refreshing to see a group of lifestylers do something besides parties, lifestyle parties. Right. A right. lot of us are very active in our community. We do mm-hmm. have lives outside of, you know, the parties. Um, some people live their entire because it is a lifestyle when you're when you're into bdsm that's 24 7. 
Yeah, that's 24 no, 7. Yeah, oh. <laughs> <laughs> There's no cutoff on that one. So, you know, I tell um, guys, especially the married guys that want to come in to the lifestyle, and I ask them, um, are you comfortable with seeing your woman flirt with and possibly engage in sexual activities with another man? With another man or a female. Yeah. A lot of them are more accepting with the other with another female, but not with the man. And, and there are rules that yeah that right there alone, that right there alone is an issue I have with the men. And I really wish a lot of the men that say that they're poly or say that they would wouldn't mind watching their woman engage in sexual activities with another man. I wish they would stop saying that when they really have that 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 jealous trait in their in their soul. You know you're not going to be comfortable with that. Don't allow don't allow your your significant other to do that. If you know you're not comfortable with that, don't allow them to do that. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're comfortable, if you're completely comfortable with it, y'all have this conversation. Y'all done talked about this on multiple occasions before it even happened, and y'all have come to the understanding of it being okay but if it's something that y'all just trying for the moment and y'all both combating with each other oh no don't do it well no go ahead because i want to see you do it but i don't know how i'm gonna feel afterwards now if you go if you got the battle with yourself and your spouse on that tip like that on that situation don't do it don't do it at all because that's not gonna that's not gonna be a good look for your relationship Right. That's gonna that's gonna kill your relationship all the way. Because mm-hmm. the overall the female overall the female is gonna be like, hey, you cheated on me, woo, woo, woo. and then the male is gonna have to come back on uh, and say, hey, look, man, we agreed to that. Now you said you weren't gonna be no if that you weren't supposed to. You seen my look on my face, woo, 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 woo. They're going to try to use something against you to make you feel like you are the culprit in that situation when really you both are the culprits in this situation because you both agreed mm-hmm. to it. But at the end of the day, you felt some type of way about it. And it right. shouldn't have That's never why happened. at the beginning of parties, we have introductions. Not only right. introducing who you are, but you also tell us your situation. Your dynamic, uh-huh. whatever it is. Right. You tell us how you play. You know, don't approach my guy if you're a female. That's number, I mean, which I don't understand. A guy should not be your connection fading out. We're having some interruptions again. A partner. Can you know? Okay. Can you hear me now? Yeah, we can hear you. Can you can you hear me? No. Yeah. You good. Continue. Oh shit, I faded out again. Wait, pause. Hold on. Pause. Okay. <laughs> Please pardon but, the interruption, podcasters. But yeah, you know, um, as I was saying, a male should not confront a partnered female under any circumstances at all that's and a big vice, yes and vice versa 
Respect is key. You know, um, right. in playroom, if you're not playing, you know, well, most parties limit single males anyway. Uh -huh. um, simply because a single female is more sought after than a single male. And a lot of single males, they come in on the thirsty bullshit. You know, right. you don't want to have, you got, you know, most couples, you know, that are, you know, that is more open couples that are seeking a female than it is another man. You know, and again, most of the time when that happens, you know, there are some openly bisexual males, but it's not as acceptable, you know, in a party setting, depending on the party, than, mm -hmm. you know, a bisexual female. Double standard, but it happens. So, you know. It really does. Yeah, you can go to a party as a couple, you'll pay, what, $50, you know, yep. single man, pay 75 single female, bring a bottle before 11 o'clock, you're free. Uh-huh. Because single females, they're going to draw in the crowd. The couples are going to are gonna look at the guest list and, and see who's all coming before they, you know, say that they're coming because, you know, there are private events that are done on social media, you know, that's invite only. And people that say they're coming, they have a little, you know, a little group chat. Right. So they will be the only ones who know the address. You know, a lot of times the, um, the guest list is private. Yep. Again, discretionary space. And another thing with respect and discretion inside the playrooms, if a single male is inside the playroom and a, either a couple or a party that is planned has allowed this single male to be inside the playroom to watch only and he attempts to touch and the female or the males say no, he has to respect that no. And if he does not respect that no, that is an automatic kick out of the party. He has to leave immediately. That's even on the females end too, single females too. If, if you're not wanted, and you keep trying to push the issue or you haven't took the no for an answer, you get kicked out of the party ASAP. Those that we're we're very big on that because we've had, like I said, we we had we we let the vanilla come in and come in on our platform and use our platform. And that was a big no-no. That was a big mess up on our end. Um and these vanillas have come less events and they have done things that has not set right with a lot of the LS members. It has not set, set right in their stomach at all. And whatever you do in the lifestyle, no matter what state you're in, what part of region you're in, it's gonna get to everyone in the lifestyle everyone all across the world is going to get to everybody so if someone if a promoter say hey this person has been banned from from ls events and five other promoters come behind this promoter and say the same exact thing that's what's going down that person will be banned from every ls event there is 
And they, please like, do not get a LS party confused with the fuck party. It's a thin all. line, but it's a line. Yeah, it's a line. <laughs> That's a line right there. That's a big line. That's a real thick line. Yes. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Learning, learning about this is really kind of gave me a lot of enthusiasm of understanding. It filled a lot of holes in my brain, but it's definitely you did something. Shout out to the lifestyle crew. You did. Of course. Of course. Of course. I mean, what people fail to realize, we're still real people. Yeah. <laughs> we still have Always. everyday lives. We still got bills. We still have careers businesses all of it we just like to you know get a little more grimy than the next than the next person right you know we free to be ourselves man we we free to be who we are yeah no judgment none you know that's um, what i love about the lifestyle personally yeah that's dope there's no such thing as Oh, he done ran through this many women, so he a hoe. Or she done ran through she these done, many She done fuck these many dudes, so she a hoe. Nah, that's we not what it. it is. We don't do that at all. That's not what it is. We don't I mean, do body count. Whoever, whoever you sexually, whoever you're sexually attracted to, that's just who you're sexually attracted to. Whether mm-hmm. you're in a, whether you're a couple or you're a single male or female. Whoever you're sexually attracted to, that's who you're sexually attracted to. And that's what the lifestyle is about. Expressing your sexuality or expressing your sexual escapades with who you want to sex um, express them with without being judged. Openly and freely. Okay. okay. Openly and freely. Jay Tatted, would you like to put some input on tonight's conversation? No, I'm listening. I like to be informed. I got a headache. I ain't gonna cut my real bad headache. I'm here, but I'm here in spirit. Praise God. <laughs> you know, um, polyandry is oh. a woman who wants multiple men, husbands, husbands boyfriends but remember it's a relationship it's not just oh, i'm fucking him i'm fucking him it's a real relationship you know it's like one whole if people <laughs> right if people would go if people would like go back into our actual ancestry history and really really dig into the muslim nation and mm-hmm. read up on this this type of this type of culture it's this is this is that's what i really call it it's a culture we're a whole mm-hmm. totally different culture yeah. if people would read up on this culture like dig into our african history dig into the muslim history dig into the jews they will understand the mornings and everything you dig into us they will truly understand what it is Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, polyamorous, you have many loves. Okay. Right. Relationship wise. Polygamy is when you have many spouses. See the difference? Right. <laughs> you know, don't think because you got this couple, she got a boyfriend, 
and well, they got other partners, whether it be the opposite sex or same sex, that the foundation that they have, and sometimes the foundation that they have as a couple is solid anyway. Some people, when they're entering a poly relationship, they don't, they start, everybody's equal versus where, you know, if me and Jay was together, me and him been, been together six years. Okay, we don't been through a lot of stuff. This female we've been on six weeks. In my head, she's not going to be on the same level as me with him. But I will still respect right. the fact that right. we are all one unit. You see what I'm saying? Gotcha. Definitely. You know, and we're going to work on this unity and build. Yeah. Some people, you know, they've been together 25 years and they're bringing another partner and everybody is equal mm. you know but to each his own you know you can to each his own yeah mfm is the two males the two m's for the females okay you mml the two males interacting together as well so Right. When you go speaking of what kind of triad you want, you can get a what? Um, MMFF. Male, male, female, female. Right. See what I'm saying? So that means um, everybody's interacting with each other. Right. Versus when you have a MFFM, it's just the men interacting with the women. Right. Am I making sense? Definitely. Yeah, you actually broke it down right. Yeah, you, you have to. Right. Yeah, when you come in and, and you put up, you, you use these acronyms, please use them properly so you won't. <laughs> so you won't put yourself in a situation <laughs> you don't want what you ain't looking for. Okay, you don't want into the wrong bar thinking you was gonna have. Just a regular blind date. Now you got multiple dates. Stop right. It. You ain't here doing a speed date. <laughs> right. You know, so <laughs> right, man. Hey, man, you know, this, like, this this lifestyle, this lifestyle is real deep, man. And I encourage it's deep, man. It's an amazing lifestyle. Everybody. Yeah. It, it really to, is amazing. And I encourage to everybody to that that that's interested. I encourage everybody that's interested to read up on it. I encourage mm -hmm. you to take the BDSM test. I encourage you to constantly drill yourself on who you are. Mm -hmm. Find out who you who you are. Self-love is the best love. If you don't love yourself, you cannot love anyone else. And there's a lot of lost souls that's walking around here portraying to be lifestyle. They're looking for something that they right. never had within the lifestyle, and it's the wrong place to look for it. You know, so right. You have to start within yourself first. Mm -hmm. If you don't start with yourself, you're gonna forever be lost in this lifestyle. You know, um, sugar daddies. You know, that's their kink. They're part of the lifestyle, and they do yes. exist. They do exist. They, they do. They <laughs> sure do. And it tripped me out because I actually had two of them at one of my events, and I never even knew it. Until one of my admins came to me and said, "Hey, bro, 
you know we got a um, sugar daddy here? I said, hold on, a what? She said, yeah, we got a sugar daddy here. He trying to pay somebody bills. Yeah. I said, who? She pointed him out. She was like, no, nah, leave him alone. He cool. He ain't starting no drama, no trouble now. I was mm-hmm. actually finna tell dude to leave because it was my first time having an experience with someone like that. And I was like, no, nah, that's not, that's probably gonna throw the vibe off with everybody. But actually, Holmes was the life of the party. Yeah. He was the life of the party. He was, he bought damn near everything. And he was like, yo, what else we need? What else we need? He kept everybody coming. He kept getting on his live. He kept getting people to come. People were pulling up left and right, left and right, left and right. And I was like, y'all, that is lit. That is so he lit. Because he was scouting. Yeah. That's what he was doing. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what he was, he was doing. Putting he on. was scouting. He left with three young. He it left with three my... young, too. And the funny and the part about it left with him a bad, too. Yeah, I've had, I've had, um, I've had a couple and I've never met either one of them face to face. Wow. How did that work out? That's just what they wanted, you know. Um, we'll go we'll video chat. He'll catch up. Or he'll sell. Okay. A lot of times they just want somebody to vent to. Just to talk to True that. the company. True that. Man, coming up in this lifestyle, I, I used to <laughs> I used to dance. I used to actually do private dances for um older females. So coming up in this lifestyle, I, I learned some stuff doing that when I was dancing because I ran into some people that were lifestyle that, that are still lifestyle. A couple of them are actually in the group. Um, yeah, literally. So like these I ran into these people and they was it was like they they ran me off real. They was like, "Hey man, we've been we've been watching you and how you carry yourself. Are you BDSM and into the um, lifestyle and stuff like that?" I was like, um, "Yeah, how did you know that?" It kind of threw me off because I was like, "How did y'all? How do y'all peep that?" Because I was I was really being normal. I was being myself. I was I went and did my job. I danced, and that was it. And I was finna leave and go home and. Five of these people just approached me and they was like, hey, man, we've been watching you. You carry yourself in a, a very different way. Have you have you been interested in BDSM, the lifestyle, Voyagers and stuff like that? I was like, I'm, I'm actually into that. I'm kind of like into my prime with it like right now. And it, 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 it took off from there. It, it took off from there, man. Like, it, this is... This lifestyle is amazing, man. It's amazing of uh, the people who you would meet and it's amazing of the experiences that you would have. It's so amazing. Why do I have that crazy? So, you know. We full though, huh? we ain't accepting no 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 new complaint. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Nah. <laughs> you know, um, the lifestyle. It's pretty much become, you know, a big part of my family because one of my parents was swingers. So it's just like my family away from my family. Yeah, this shit just in my blood, it's in my DNA. I can't help it. But you know, it's nice. When I was a kid, I always thought I was gonna be weird. I always thought I was gonna be like a nerd. 
because I was I'm I'm super smart. I'm smart at a lot of shit, and I always thought I was gonna be like this little weird ass nerd all the time. But with the stuff, so I'm like, okay, I ain't gonna be no nerd. I'm gonna be no nerd. I want to be a nerd. I want to do computers and stuff. <laughs> I want to be the guy that wear the glasses and suspenders and shit. But I never ended up being that guy. I always right. ended up being the cool drumming type guy that write music and stuff. And that was into other weird shit that the norm really didn't know about. Mm-hmm. I was into a lot of secret weird shit. Yeah. It's different levels. Um, yeah. Lots of networking. You can get out of coming to the parties because we don't just go straight in and get butt naked and fuck. We do meet and talk and mingle and have icebreakers. And, you know, you can meet right. interesting, resourceful people. You know. In the lifestyle. In the lifestyle. Sure it can. Them same nasty dick sucking pussy eating motherfuckers that you just so hate. Those are the ones who sit on the Supreme Court the Supreme Court bench. Period. Them <laughs> the ones that sit the, them the ones that sit beside you when you and them shackles saying, Hey, I didn't do this. Hmm. <laughs> For real. Hey y'all, my phone about to die. I'm on one percent. That's what's up. Well, it was nice having you. We hope we to have you, see you again. You're very informative. It's been real. Definitely gonna send an invitation next go hey, man. Facts. Whenever y'all need me on the show, man, I'm here. I'm here. Say no more. And I'm gonna get with you. You know about other business you and I discussed. So. Well, facts. We're gonna do that. All right. It's love. been real, man. Love y'all. All Bye-bye. right, bro. All right, fam. Dude, that nigga got a picture of himself on this. I mean, that got a picture of himself. I was on it. That nigga love himself a lot. <laughs> and welcome back to the real Who They Walk podcast show. <laughs> that was the informative section, ladies and gentlemen. No. Well, definitely informed, y'all. Definitely informed. I'm gonna inform y'all on diabetes. It sucks. I'm over this bitch feeling like shit. Mm. But the Kool Aid was real work. So, uh, <laughs> 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 what in the process. Who do that? This <laughs> nigga said, "I'm inform y'all on diabetes." But the Kool-Aid was well worth it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he's up in a diabetic coma for a cup of Kool-Aid. He's stupid. <laughs> you got me. Kool-Aid, good as hell. What kind was it? Oh, what kind of was it? Oh, it was on some of them. It was like two flavors. It was, like, it was like, two flavors. It was good as hell. Yeah. I ain't gonna count, Jesus. What I got to see was Kool-Aid. I'm a Kool-Aid girl. Yeah, it was well worth it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, the Kool-Aid had me. Got me up and you know, got, got me up real well. First of all, Kool-Aid went on Kool-Aid. You like, you know? Okay. Hey, you cook. You the killer. Call me a murder. Nigga hit me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you got some uh, apple cider vinegar? Yeah. 
No, I got vinegar. Got some, yeah, regular vinegar. He can yeah. eat some peanut butter. A spoonful of peanut butter help him too. No white people say I ain't eating peanut butter. Oh, you just eat. I just buzz now on insulin. I'm good. But I'm saying, take a spoon. It, I'm not it, it, it makes it. I don't even like peanut butter. Mm. Nigga, just lick it a couple. You can take a cap full of vinegar with some water. You'll be all right in five minutes. I'll take my chance with the vinegar and water. I ain't taking no peanut butter. <laughs> peanut butter, not it. You ever have peanut butter good as hell? No, I don't eat that. No, it should taste like eating a brick. Can't even do it. <sighs> so um, we're going to conclude tonight's show. Oh, y'all be safe, you know. Uh, wrap it up. Boy, you have my face. <laughs> Little piece I'm of soul. Oh, hey, how how the glass? Who they want podcast? <laughs> 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 that logo. Yeah, that logo should be redid with all three all pictures in the back. Okay, I'll make sure I take care of that. He don't. He don't like it. Okay, he he's expressed that multiple times now. Yeah. So now by, you, by you taking this side, I'm taking it. You don't like it. Let me see the logo. How it Let us see the logo. Let us see the logo. The logo look like some shit out of the eighties. Shout, yeah, out. Shout out to my homie for hooking me up with a logo. Oh, logo. your homie did it. Oh, oh shit. that was a portable logo. Thank you very much. He did it for floor. He did it for free. Nah, it was I had to pay for it out of my own pocket. Thank you. Oh, you didn't get a refund. He, he up, we're not gonna do it that on podcast live. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I'll just I see if you did it for free. Keep your yeah, opinion to yourself after the show. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, you might not want to go ahead on the end the show now because um the opinions are rolling. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this has been Who They Want Podcast. Love, peace, and hat grease. We out. <laughs> Sir, with Queen Leo. I mean, direct question your questions answer, to Queen you, Leo. Whatever you want to say. Um, Casey, Rivera, I'd like to thank you for the kind words. Um... I really do appreciate that. And I, I'm going to try that. Trust me. I'm going to try that. I love you too, Brittany Thomas. Hello, Jerry Conyers, the third. So, yeah, 10 minutes. Nine minutes now. <laughs> the clock is ticking. So if you're listening to this show at this very given moment, we are doing Q&A panels with DJ Big Dog and Queen Leo, of course. Whatever it is you want to know that you think you know, you want clarification. You got some supportive words. We're here for it. Absolutely. And I'm open to it for the first time in a long time. Yay. If you like. If you like. I can't see the viewers. I can't see nothing. What is We got one stable viewer according to my list right now. And who that? I'm pretty sure it's either Brittany, Jerry, or Casey. Oh, it's all of mm-hmm. you love. 
Oh, Lord. So once again, y'all got like four more minutes of trying to leave Did us you a tag me? Did you tag me in? I posted it on your timeline, ma'am. It is on your timeline. Oh, you sure? I know what I, I You did. know, you say you be doing... Set me down quick, huh? <laughs> what you're not finna do is make a mockery of my so-called professionalism. I, I would never, never. Don't don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> I would never do that. Sure, you wouldn't. So nobody got no questions for us. That's cool. But you can always leave questions at who they want podcast at gmail.com. And we'll be sure to get back to you with the quickest convenience. Well, a, right. right. I know. It. And I if they directed it towards me, let me know. You going to tell me. Single out rather is Jay Tatted, Queen Leo, DJ Big Dog. Mistress Dazzy, the list go on. We take all quotes. But it ain't about unquotes. them right now. Uh, I'm talking about me. Oh, oh, no, you did. You did that. I'm gonna be quiet again. I'm gonna switch this back over to her side of the store. <laughs> <laughs> Much respect to those they named. You know, but it's my time tonight. You've been a wonderful, wonderful guest. Even though you're not really a guest, you family. But this moment has been very. Unique I am a guest special. tonight. Thank you. I'm so sick of you with this red carpet treatment. <laughs> you know, you don't give it to me too often. So now that you give it to me, I got to soak it all up. Absolutely, you're right. You're right. So I guess it's safe to announce that who they want will officially be live at least once or twice a week, depending on staff meetings and topics that and just because, need to be addressed. Right. Just because y'all don't see me does not mean I'm not there. You heard it from the horse's mouth. So with that being said, I haven't been Effie. I've been I've been a I've been a background singer. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> That's how you feel like you've been demoted. I've been I've been demoted. He has he has clipped my who they want wings. <laughs> I did no such thing. So if y'all would like to see more of Queen Leo, well, hear more of Queen Leo. You see that yellow man right there? Get at him. It is. Because it's his fault. I resent that, but I'm going to let you have that. 
<laughs> See, that's how we do on this show, people. This is what real talk with real people is. We can be emotional, comical, serious. We can be, well, ain't nobody can be Queen Leo but Queen Leo, apparently. <laughs> Obviously. And I am the great super producer of the entire program, DJ Big Dog. Mr. Light Skin himself. You did. You've tuned he be on in. that skin shit sometimes. Y'all been a wonderful audience. Y'all make sure y'all follow the Facebook page. Make sure y'all head over to anchor.fm slash who they want podcast and run them numbers up. There's episodes that everyone should love. We are knee deep in season three, wrapping that up in a few weeks. And y'all be on the lookout for season four coming this summer. This has been Unapologetically Yours with Queen Leo and DJ Big Dog, the Unplugged Part 2, Sheridan Story. You've heard it here first on Who They Want Podcast Live, and we out. You better say goodbye, girl. Bye! And if, and if I can live my long life, I would prefer to live my long life outside of bars. I'll see you, player. I'll see you. Pro black. So you, you, you said basically you won't tell them what you, of course, I ain't talking about AIDS, but anything. Anything <laughs> that target you, like that person, just say that person rub you the wrong way and it do something to you because your uncle did that to you. Just this is an example. <laughs> Your uncle touched you that way, but he sexually molested you. So I feel you like tell that person. I, would, I feel like I would tell that person I'm not comfortable with you doing that, and that should be that. Okay. When I get to know you more, we can get into why. But me telling you I don't want that done to me that that that's enough. I'm talking about in a relationship, not in a relationship, out of a relationship, relationship. Period. Okay. Okay. I, so been, your it's thing been, is, it's been, it's I, been situations where, with my boyfriend. I've told him like I'm not comfortable with that. I'm not okay with that. And he'll ask me, I'm not ready to talk about it. When I'm ready to talk about it, I'll come talk to you about it. Don't pressure me to talk about something I'm not ready to talk about. Right. I'm just just gonna make me close off even more. Okay. Would you feel like you like that because of the judgment era? The motherfucker judge you and joke about some shit that. I want the people. I joke about shit that shouldn't be joked about. I'm sorry. Oh Lord! And, no, I feel like I feel like if it's it's a point of I, I probably haven't dealt with it, and so me just opening up about something that I haven't even been completely honest with myself about is kind of hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm gonna say something. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if you say something about it, I don't like something, they response gonna be why. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna always be, okay, what what's wrong? Why? Do you think that person deserves to know why? So they can know, you know, in depth how to handle the situation. Even though you say I'm not ready to talk about it, whatever. When are you ready to talk about that? Especially whenever I'm ready to talk about it, you can't pressure people to talk about stuff, and they're never gonna right. open up to you, right? Okay, okay. you just gotta, uh-huh. you just gotta be patient with that person. You said, What he said, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> what did you say? I'm sorry, let me clown it over. <laughs> Still feminist, I'm that, sorry. 
I'm not. A, I'm. I, honestly, I'm. I'm. Listen. I'm for women Feminist. doing their thing and and being whatever they want to be. But honestly, I I'm not gonna say I need a man, but I want a man. And when it comes to me being in a relationship, just Feminist. certain things a man do, then I'm just you. You. You the man. You got that. You handled it, and I ain't got no issue with it. Mm-hmm. I ain't Feminist. about to stand up and be like, oh, I can do that too because no, I want my man to do the manly things that he's supposed to do. Right. I love Feminist. I love taking I love sitting my ass down and being a woman. Yes. Feminist. Yes. Feminist. Why do men tell women to submit underneath them when they're not leading? I can't submit mm. underneath the man that's not leading me. And I don't Feminist. feel submit. If he not, it, are, are we talking about just like in a relationship or a marriage? In a I'm relationship. I'm not yeah, I'm not submitting to <laughs> Oh my! They would say do that. The question is, though, you be like, "Well, marry me so I can submit." How do I know you're gonna submit? People understand that submission is something that you earn. You do not entitled to that. You're right. So, what if I did all that shit to earn it, and you still like marry me for me to submit? If if, if I'm not submitting to you, you ain't did shit to earn it. Because that's something that women want. One thing about it is a a woman has no problem submitting to a man who they know can lead, who they know is not going to lead them down the trenches. Correct. So if a woman ain't submitting to you, you ain't doing something right. No matter some how women expectations are. are fucking unreal. Like some some women be out this motherfucker craving Superman, but her personality screams she need the Joker. Like. Let's be honest. Like it ain't about like you know what I'm saying it ain't about how you look. I just this is about what your personality on. Some motherfucking personality on Joker. Some motherfucking personality on Superman. You you screaming you want this leader, but your personality screams you don't you want to follow it. Like because a strong man wouldn't even be able to fuck with you like that because your personality on I'm a strong woman. Fuck this man. I don't need a man for shit. This nigga can't do nothing with me. I got everything I need. So, I don't know where I had here. read it at. I had um I had read it somewhere that a man is technically supposed to take the woman and mold her into the woman that he wants her to be. That's why it's so that, common that's for cool. me. I'm not a painter. To, I'm not a molder. That's why I'm just. <laughs> I, that's okay. That's okay. But I'm just saying that's why it's so common. That's cool. For and and to I take women with, um, and build woman. them up, and not it's common for women to do that for men. I see that's a lot cool, of women That's cool and all what you're saying, but when a man like, hey, you build me up and I build you up, you be like, you supposed to come as is, you the man, 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 man. Well, all right, bitch, then I don't want to be you with me. Not everybody is like that. Like, if you don't want to be with somebody like that, don't be with somebody like that, but not everybody is like that. Everybody not. <laughs> is not like that, but you. Because I'm, I'm all for mutual building. Me too. And growth, because we could grow together. But Amen. the problem is me, I invest in you I and can... we build it together. But at the end of the day, it's not it's not a thing of like where because first of all, y'all supposed to submit to each other. I, I don't believe in no such thing as me submitting to a man and he ain't submitted to me. Correct. Agree. Yeah, I agree. You said so if you, go, if you if you at that point with somebody, you should y'all really should be equally yoked. <laughs> you right. <laughs> You'll be throwing. <laughs> He do. Oh, oh, and he's throwing them on his bro because I can't hear him. First of all, ain't nobody even But yeah, it, it I feel like if you have the right woman, I feel like 
it wouldn't be a problem with her submitting. But you have to be able to lead. You have to be able, I have to be able to fully trust you to follow you. I have to feel that you love me. You got me down, you got me down pat. Hmm. Um, we doing, we building together. It's like, it's a give and take. It's so much, I'm not gonna say all women, but men and women, I'm, I'm, you know, saying, you know, but you will see the woman building up the man up more and the lady is lacking. We have to come to I think that's because, um, I, hold on, Jay. I, I don't mean to interrupt you, but I just want to touch on what she said real quick. And I think that's because women are um, natural nurturers. Mm-hmm. And so it's in us to take care of people and mold people and just build people up. And we always put ourselves on the back burner. And right. now, now it's, it's coming to the light. It's more, it's in more conversations. And like today I was in a conversation where black men was just trying to understand how can they step up to the plate for black women more. And it's not a conversation that they have. So a lot of times we, we, we get, we're taught to just like, you know, don't nag him, don't complain, you know, just, just try to deal with it. Cause he, he's the breadwinner. He's taking care of the house. But that's where people come from. And, and a lot of people don't understand. We're not in a time like that anymore. We're not at all. And then guys, we're not gonna let y'all do us men like that. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. Uh, this is what the black man said, and this is what the black man said. So I'm just repeating what they said. Don't shoot the messenger. I ain't gonna shoot the messenger. <laughs> but what them, what them black men are gonna stand up and be like, what them black queens at that's gonna nurture, really nurture a black man? You say y'all are talking about the nag of black. That's not fucking. You true. don't. So you don't. Man, so, you, so you don't feel like true. black so women are. Something. You don't feel like black women are <clears throat> are there for black men. I feel like some black women are there for some black men, but I don't feel like all black men. Are, I don't, first of all, I feel I don't feel like all men have people there for them. Period. Because if that was the case, a lot of men would have mental issues to the point where they're unfixable. Hmm. Like being there ain't just providing food to a nigga. You know what I'm saying? Right. And just fucking them. That's just not. That's not being there, bro. Being there is is being a healer. Like motherfucker, let's heal each other. Like. When you got a problem, but you like you, you have to understand that if, if you want healing like that, that's okay. And it's okay for a woman to be there for you. But you can't just cast all your problems onto her. It it's this not her job to fix you. It's not her job to heal. And that's cool. Yes, and it's not she his can job be to there for you. you as much as she can be there for you, but you also have to take the account. You have to also have to want the help. I can't want the help for you more than you want it for yourself. True. True. <clears throat> And I can't, and you can't sit up here and tell him I want to help when you're not even opening yourself to helping him. Like you telling him to just come out the back, brother, and ask you, ask you for the help when you know he's never going to do that. Like that was never him. He was yeah. never one to come to a person and be like, bro, I'm fucked up out here. Like, I'm damn tired. That is a place where we have to get to. I cannot pride that out of you. And that just goes back to when you ready to and talk some, about you. Some people about, need that shit I can reassure you. I can reassure you and I can say like I'm here for you. I'm can you hear I'm me? You want to talk when you want to talk, we yeah. can talk. Oh, but you oh, have to come to right. me on your own. <laughs> I can't be beating it down your throat because that's just gonna make you run in the opposite direction. That's just gonna make you not want to talk even more. That's gonna make some men run in the opposite direction. Some men need that shit be out of them because that's the only thing they respond to. Simple, but y'all hold that argument because Mr. S9 uh, Mr. Galaxy Note 9 is ready to finally speak. <laughs> tell him, bro. I know you on my side. Okay. I mean, tell him. Um, before going to bed, uh, 
I want to speak some words to you. Uh, first of all, uh, hello, how are you, all, all of you? Um, I think uh, I'm sure that good relationships are not for kids, but for others. Mental, mature, older people. So um, you want, you never want, uh, you never get the perfect uh, one you dreamed when you were uh, a teenager. So you may find a good people that you, that you think um, he or she may uh, approach to that goal you have in your mind, but you never, uh, a, you will never get uh, the perfect person uh, for a good relationship. So uh, I think that um, there is there's good people, bad people, uh, and you may open your you, you may open your eyes and see what kind of people or what kind of men or women you put in your heart. Uh, this is not this is my responsibility.